0: Hey, welcome to episode 30 of the Garbage Time Basketball Podcast. Back again for another month. Um, Yeah, it's a bit all over the shop, guys. I'm really sorry about that. Going through a few logistical changes at this end here, but we will soldier on. I will keep producing these episodes through my little laptop here. In this episode, we discuss the recent NBA MVP winner, Joel Embiid, how justified that was. We talk a little bit about the NBL off-season moves and the asks will we look back on jason tatum and view him as having a better career than paul pierce or not that's all coming up in this episode of the garbage time basketball podcast let's go Hi, welcome everybody to the Garbage Time Basketball <laughs> Podcast. I am Rodney E, the podcaster with the most convoluted intro in the podcast game. I'm not even going to say it this week and we're back again for another episode. If I sound a bit different, it's because I'm speaking into an entirely different microphone and not living where I used to. So that's the reason for that. <laughs> and I've got a duck with me, and I've got <laughs> Matt as well. I think you've brought a duck along with you it's a, today, and, haven't you?
1: I do. It's a new it's a business startup. Remember how people used to buy fucking llamas and shit? They wanted llama milk and llama, llama wool and stuff. Right. Ducks are the new llamas now.
0: <laughs> All good. And uh, the oracle. He's over there as well. What's up,
2: mate? Not much. Just reckon, uh Well, I've got some news. Straight off the bat? Okay, yeah. Breaking news. Yeah. Is this,
0: this As we record, just found it out now? Or?
2: Well, not a while we we'll record because that'll be just a little bit wrong, but, um, you know, I've moved on from the
0: Blomkins. Okay, this is personal news. Okay.
2: Yeah, and uh, going on to Stranger on the Rocks. Stranger on the Rocks. Now, you have to explain that one
0: to us, yeah, I recall.
2: Yeah, well... This process is, you know, you got to buy a bag of ice, chuck the contents of the ice into a bucket. bucket of ice, yeah. So then you put your either left arm or right arm. Depends if you're left-handed or right-handed. So is it the opposite to your dominant hand or your dominant hand? You probably want to use your dominant hand. Okay. For this type of exercise.
0: Not going to work for me at the moment then, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, you
2: got to put your whole arm in there, in the bucket of ice, and you wait for it to get numb. Then you yank your arm out and you start whacking off. But isn't it too cold? Like, how how does your dick stay hard with a freezing cold hand? Oh, it works.
1: (laughs) It sounds like a lot of fucking prep, though.
0: Well, you know what I mean. Well, it better work after all that prep. I'm telling you, not
1: that much prep. You got to get the ice, and you got to fucking stick your arm in the thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, the blumpkin, you just fucking you know drop your pants, and
2: that's right. You, you, you there's you're so sort much of, to it. You know, yeah, there's less we're, moving we're, parts, as as it were.
0: And you're getting a couple of things done at the same with time. With the
2: blumpkin, it? you've got to have a second person involved. This is you know, if you buy yourself. All oh, right, yeah, she's a solo operation, is what you're saying. Yeah, it? Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, because right, your right. arm's numb. You close your eyes while you're doing it, and oh, it yeah, feels yeah. And it feels like you know someone else is whacking you off. Yeah. Well, it used to be just cut the circulation
0: off for a few minutes or something, right? No, that's for amateurs. <laughs> this is, and this, this is, is great <laughs> basketball content. Yeah. This <laughs> basketball uh, listeners are going to be this is yeah enthralled with this. Great stuff. That's good news, Oracle. <laughs> uh, very glad to hear it. Thank you for sharing. That's. Let's just get uh, straight into the opening tip. (laughs) Opening tip time. What are we talking about? Let's talk about Memphis. Let's talk about those cunts. Now, they lost. Sorry if I spoiled that for anyone, but uh, they lost to the Lakers. And Taylor Jenkins, isn't it? The coach, he said uh, they're going to approach the season very differently next season. Have to be a lot more professional, I think He's is something he said. Very publicly told Dylan Brooks that he would not be required in any capacity next season.
2: Good. Fucking get rid of him.
0: Dylan Brooks, he, he made a big mistake, didn't he? Yes. What was his mistake? His mouth fucking writing
1: checks, his ass couldn't cash. Uh, exactly. <laughs> his, uh, yeah. No one... He he's he's hard he's really hard to like as a player.
0: Especially the the white rimmed sunglasses. He was yep. wearing the white rimmed sunglasses in that video where his mouth went off talking about poking the bear. I don't know Yeah. He, that's where he fucked up for me white rim sunglasses. You can't wear them, dude. I don't know. The, the, the glasses I, I thought
1: were actually kind of cool. It's the stuff coming out of his mouth that I had a problem with. It's uh Yeah, exactly. He played I mean, like he's shit. Basically what's his name? He's uh Patrick he's basically Patrick Beverly.
0: A like, bigger Patrick Beverly kind yeah, of Yeah. Like a,
1: a guy who can who can't shoot, who has a lot of energy, but I mean he's not really locking down people defensively. If that's if that's not I know really people, that's his, like, image. He's a he's a defensive stopper. I mean, can you remember the last person he shut down? Yeah, he's, he's like really- Patrick Beverly. He talks a big game. Yeah. He's got a big contract, well, he used to. And on the right team, he's probably, you know, going to be useful. Well, he
0: talks himself up as a as a 3 and D guy. But I don't see him hitting that many three. Where's threes. the 3 and where's the D? I've never had that much uh, good opinion of him. He's always, you know, mouthed off and, uh, and said things that he couldn't back up.
1: Yeah, and, you've got to back yeah. it up. If you're going to talk, you've got to back it up, and if you don't, then you're going to cop It you get your contract torn up, <laughs> which which happened to him. So, but look, he's not the only thing that went wrong with the Grizzlies. I mean, they were. I mean, people were like, he's feeling himself too much. All of them were. were. All of them were like lost focus. Thought they'd fucking were hot. That you know, they thought they were hot shit. Lost focus. And fu- and totally uh, tripped over.
0: Too busy dance, you know, dancing around to whoop that trick.
1: The Morant it, stuff as well. They the just Morant totally stuff. lost focus. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and do you reckon he played
2: as well after he came back? No, nah, he he's got a No. Well <clears throat> in the fucking in the playoffs, I was watching him play and he's just he was driving towards Bucket and just fucking jumping and just he had no control of his body or anything like that. He's just jumping up, trying to get contact, and it's like, fucking dude, you're going to fucking break your legs doing this shit. They struggled on offense, didn't they? The, the Grizzlies, yeah. Y- yeah. Yeah, without uh, Stephen The Adams. Lakers
0: are a pretty good defensive team. I sort of rate them a little bit defensively. Yeah. They lacked Adams and Brandon Clark.
1: Yeah, those two are vastly underrated for them. Adams' screens and the other blokes' uh, activity in the paint and around, like, cutting off the, moving off the ball, opened up everything for Bain and Morant. And without them, they really struggled. And you got to stay humble, man. They were talking shit and fucking really feeling themselves and
0: hadn't achieved anything. They were sort of reveling in really minor success. And uh, when you do that, yeah, you're getting ahead of yourself.
1: It's disappointing, extra disappointing, because you really want the underdog. Potential was there. Yeah, we, in Australia we love the underdog, and this was, you know, the underdog versus the LA Lakers, the, the you know the huge yeah. propped up monolith of the NBA, and it was just like this: wow, these small town franchise. But
2: they lost <laughs> focus and fucked it, and they deserved it. And you know what? The, the best thing that happened to the Lakers as well was that LeBron got injured, and they learned how to play without him, and it showed in the games as well. When LeBron came back on court, and he got the ball. He was just holding the ball, and there was no movement, nothing. There was no offense happening, but when the ball was out of his hands or when he was on the bench, the Lakers were passing the ball, they are doing cuts, they are doing screens. Their offense was a shit ton better than when it was with LeBron before he got injured. That's why they had that bit of that run towards the uh, the end of the regular season, and they've carried that momentum into the playoffs. I rate the
0: Lakers defensively more than their offense, but LeBron is clearly coasting in games and saving himself for the last quarter.
1: There has been a lot of that. There's been a lot of coasting. There's been a lot of people losing focus. There's been a lot of injuries. There's been a weird playoffs. There's been a couple of series I've been interested in and then other ones I just could not fucking... Have not got two seconds for
0: who you got in the Lakers Warriors, Matt.
1: I think the I think the Warriors probably get that one. I think they're su- supremely coached. They're fucking got more offensive firepower.
0: Yeah, I don't rate them as highly on the offensive end anymore. I just don't. Like Lay Thompson isn't shooting the ball as well. Draymond doesn't give them any offense. You know, outside of four feet, but McC- really. Curry
1: is a guy who never loses focus. Like, say what you will about him. Oh yeah, he's a he's he just- a great player. Yeah, he never loses focus. He's always on point, and he's probably better now than what he was three years ago. That's right. Four years ago,
0: decision making is probably better now. It turns the ball over less. Yeah,
1: and I'm not. I'm not a big fan of him to be honest. But you have to recognise greatness because True. everyone, oh, great players like that, change the the shape of the game. And everyone now shoots a thousand threes and stuff like that. But no one can shoot it like Curry. There's no one in the league that can shoot it like him. He is a once in a generation player, and when people say, "Is he the best point guard?" Is he in the conversation? I think he has to be in the conversation. People say, "You know, he's not a playmaker," but the game changes.
0: That's right, it does. It does. So
1: I think yeah. just on the strength of uh, of Curry and the supreme coaching, <laughs> and uh, the rebounds from I think uh, what's his name, not uh, uh, Looney. Looney,
0: yeah. Yeah, he can rebound. They don't get rebounds out of many many of the other guys, though. like like Wiggins or Thompson. They don't re- rebound anywhere near as well as they need them to. Yeah. I just think the Lakers are better defensively. I think they're going to be able to defend what the Warriors are doing.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah my my, my I, predictions have all been wrong for this season, so I wouldn't put too much stock in what I fucking reckon anyway. I think
0: the Lakers will get through. What do you, Frank?
2: What do you reckon? Uh, I'm, I'm going for Warriors. Golden State as well. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers do get through, but no, I don't know. I'm just leaning towards Warriors, with just they've nearly got the shit sorted out. Like, even uh, against Sacramento, they were still playing with their lineups. And uh, oh, you know. I was gunning for the Kings, man. Yeah, I really wanted the Kings to win. Wanted was, them to get there. Really yeah. did. Oh, look, fucking Fox had a great series, but you know, Harrison and fucking Sabonis—they just disappeared.
0: Well, Sabonis doesn't. He just doesn't get off the ground. He's he's so. It's like his feet are glued to the ground, the way that dude plays. He shot poorly. He, I don't think. Yeah, they gave him that mid-range and he couldn't hit it. I've seen him hit that shot pretty consistently through the season. Me too, yeah. Yeah, he just couldn't make it, though. He missed so many of them and yeah. just kept leaving him. Uh, I don't think he rebounded as well as that team needed him to either. No, they probably um,
1: need a bit more punch in the front court, don't they?
0: Yeah, that's for me. I think they do. I think that's probably their missing, their weakest position. But uh, yeah, no, the Warriors ended up
1: getting through the Heat Bucks series. That was one I had a lot of time for.
2: I Absolutely, always, I had yeah, a lot Jimmy. of.
1: Uh, I basically watched that and nothing else because I was just couldn't give a shit about some of these other series. No. Uh, but the Heat, they've got a style of play that doesn't matter who's on their roster. That just translates to the postseason.
0: They just work, man. All of them do work. And Jimmy's the hardest worker of them all. And Mate, Jimmy's a
2: different beast. He's a different beast in the playoffs.
0: Absolutely. We might have seen the one of the greatest performances ever in the playoffs. Was it What game was it in versus the Bucks? Frank? Six. Was it?
2: was it? Six. And five. Five.
0: five. They and won 4-1. 4-1, four, one. Four, one,
1: yeah. Well, and, well he yeah. scored up basically 100 points well, game, in games 4 and 5, didn't he? Or was
0: game that? 4 is the game I'm thinking of then where he got yeah. 56. I was watching that live and... Sure, that got me out of my seat that stuff it was crazy good and now heat versus knicks the old rollery again that's uh, i mean <coughs> that's right van gundy's going to run out there and grab onto someone's leg <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean that should be a good on paper that is a good matchup and well the, i guess the heat have had their way again with that hard working you know efficient offense and hard-nosed defense
0: he took game one with jimmy right and game two the knicks took it when Randall returned. So now you've got game three, hopefully with Jimmy and Julius Randall playing. Hopefully they stay healthy. And yeah, no, those first couple of games, I've, I've seen most of it. Pretty entertaining games, playing relatively hard, banging into each other a fair bit. You're not seeing as much of that with the Celtics, you know, it's finesse basketball with, with the Celtics. As, as much. I mean, yeah, as they're, they're great they, when they,
1: uh, you know,
0: concentrate on the it, game of basketball. That's right. They play, well, just quick, briefly the game today, they won easily because the focus was there from the they start. They locked in. Yeah. They looked really focused. They didn't take dumb shots. It wasn't all this iso ball at the top. You know, a couple of times they got away with it, but Porford didn't hit shit. But, you know, Grant Williams came out and hit a couple of threes. Brogdon hit those consecutive threes going down the stretch. You know, just they just were able to put it out of reach of the sixes, and you rarely see the Celtics do that. Usually they get complacent at some point and allow the other team to come back. Done that all too often in the playoffs, and we saw it against Atlanta and game one be the sixes. But they've righted the ship. Now the Celtics. Uh, let's hope they can just keep it rolling and uh, we get a decent series out of it.
2: Well, you fucking kicked Philly's ass today, and fucking Tatum only got seven points. Yeah, it
0: was more Jalen Brown dominating at the offensive end, and then there were a bunch of threes hit after that. The quality of their threes wasn't terrible, and especially early on, they didn't they didn't go to it early. Smart was attacking the paint a lot lot earlier. Anyway, they played a lot better. The Celtics, you know, they redeemed themselves somewhat, but uh, <laughs> I got my doubts whether they can keep it together for more than one or two games, and then they this other shit starts creeping yeah. back. in. Their mental toughness is is what I question. You know, once they get taken out of a couple of things that they want to do, sometimes they fall apart a bit. As talented as as they might be, yeah. You got the Celtics coming out of that match, you reckon? Or yeah, yeah, I do. But look,
1: again, I'm not that invested in many of these series. i I got to be honest with you, I've I have been following yeah. closely the NBL.
0: Yeah, um, we'll, we'll we'll get some on series. To
1: that. Is- some series is, I'm like, yeah. And other series is, I'm like I'm not even gonna like waste any time on this fucking bullshit.
0: Yeah, I think the Denver Phoenix series is almost done. You know, I don't I don't rate Phoenix's chances coming back against that Nuggets team. I think Denver probably gets through pretty easily. Probably the the gentleman's sweep. I yeah. Think. I mean, I like watching Jokic man, the way he played down the stretch in that uh game too. Yeah. Versus duran and that that wasn't a bunch of threes being hit that was just solid offense inside the 3 point line yeah love watching jokic play man he's he's um, not the mvp this year fucking mb got it of course that's surprising i i, I find that
1: surprising and I, I got to see what really? Frank thinks about this yeah i do because how do you win how do you how are you better than the, the previous year and you won the mvp and yeah. he's better than last year i
0: think jokic is better than last year as
1: well and he yeah. didn't get the mvp is is mbed Better than last year. I would say no.
0: Yeah. No, uh, look, maybe it's so close. It's very close. I think he's been more consistently good <laughs> this year. I'll give him that. But he's he's not multi-dimensional. He doesn't make his teammates better like Jokic. You know, Jokic makes the whole right. team better with everything he does. And, and Denver is a lot better this
1: year than what they were last year.
0: They
2: are. Oh, he's better.
1: So I don't really understand what the and especially I don't I look at fucking Embiid and I see him flopping and flailing and fucking falling over and uh, trying to manipulate the refs. And I'm like, that's not really MVP behavior to me. What is the, what is the, the matrix? What is the criteria? You know what I mean? How are these people who are voting for this? What (coughs) are they, what are they? The media. Yeah. Yeah. What do they judge? Like I think the NBA, the NBA needs to have a criteria. Like you need to rate every MVP candidate like it's NBA 2K and we need to see it. We need to see who's, Rating who on what. It's
0: not enough just a bunch of
1: votes being printed next to people's names. Because any cunt can be in the media, you know what I mean? Like, any, like seriously.
0: And guaranteed there's media pe- people voting that are just throwing the vote away too. Yeah, and, right? and
1: they're like, oh, it's Embiid, why? Well, oh, because, you know, it's... You he know. hasn't won it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it's a pity vote or whatever. Yeah, or or his... fatigue from for, voting for, for, for Jokic. For whatever reason, his name keeps popping up in the media cycle. So... We need to have a criteria, a set criteria. That they have to meet. categories. To be,
0: yeah, a certain amount of games. Yeah, a certain amount of games is definitely going to be
1: making your teammates better, like you said, maybe scoring ability, passing a bit. Like You, you, you rate them in all these categories, right? Yeah. And you come up with a mathematic. I think that if it's going to be close like this, and it has been close like this for the last few years, you have to have some sort of criteria to vote for. It can't be just your feeling, your gut feeling.
0: No, we need more clarity on... What they're voting on, what criteria they're voting to, yeah. that they're counting the player as as meeting, you know, to win the MVP, and how they how they actually outscore the other candidates.
2: Frank, your thoughts on the on the MVP? Yeah, I mean, uh, no, are I've you in the him.
0: bathroom? Right, you're not in the bathroom right now, are you? No, Have you moved away from the microphone. Why, why do you sound like you're in the closet?
1: I I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Tell me this, Frank. If you were starting a team and you had the choice of Embiid or Jokic, which one are you choosing?
2: Oh, Jokic. Yeah,
0: of course. Yeah, I'd so say. How does he Jokic. not
1: win? Like, how does he not win the MVP again?
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's stupid the way they vote. You know, and, and there's media people just throwing their vote away. That's why I think. That's why I think it's a frustrating. It's become a sort of a you know less valued thing. It well, Used to be a big it's deal.
1: Fucking media echo chamber. Like a sports media echo chamber of Embiid, Embiid, and it just bounces off everyone, and they're like, "You know what? Yeah,
0: it is Embiid." Who should vote? I mean, it shouldn't just be media. I mean, it's, no, I think it's, it should be referees and coaches. Referees, yeah. coaches, yeah. yeah. A referees player coaches. anonymous
1: vote? No, <laughs> no, not the players. You can have the players, like the yeah, shut know. up players. Yeah, fuck off players. You can have a separate players award. You can have a separate players award, like they do in the in the AFL. The player vote. MVP yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah But I think that referees and coaches. And be- yeah, why not? Because it's like the all-star game. Fans are idiots. They're stupid, dumb fuckheads. And so is the
0: media. <laughs> let's face it. The media and are idiots too.
1: Yeah, they're equally fuckheads. So yeah, why, are we, chasing- why are they putting all this power
0: in their hands? <laughs> <laughs> Do it again, Frank. I'd have missed it.
1: <laughs> anyway move on move on cunts yeah we've i think we've we've uh, talked about the mvp <coughs> yeah the MVP. we
0: have talked, talked about more that more than more than we uh probably want to do look i wouldn't mind talking about the nbl offseason a little bit
2: nbl unrivaled this is a world-class league
0: i'm not caught up on the latest but there's been some big moves already yeah fucking perth have pinder and melbourne right. have got travers now right so yeah melbourne have Built themselves
1: a pretty good, a pretty decent roster. I think the latest of, from today is Ben Air just signed with the Phoenix.
0: Oh, okay, we picked him up. Okay, yeah.
1: Uh, Reese Vague too, who played for Australia, was playing in Japan for the last few years and played for Australia. Yeah,
0: he's he's a big pickup. I reckon that's um, huge.
1: That's a huge pickup for for the Phoenix who signed White Kelly as a coach. Yeah, yeah.
0: And we've yeah. got Mike Kelly on board as well, uh, replacing yeah. Simon Mitchell at the helm there. And I've look, I think Mike Kelly has, has learned a fair bit as a coach and mm-hmm. evolved quite a bit as as a coach from when from when you know we seen him coaching Cairns and and that sort of shit. So yeah,
1: I hope he has because he really was sort of seemed very rigid, not able to change on the fly, which you need to be able to do when you're a coach when something ain't working. He was just sort of bloody minded, keep doing the same thing
0: over and over and over again. Back in the day, it was kind of. <laughs> And now it's more like doctor. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure it is. Sure. Yep.
1: <laughs> but uh, he's definitely more defensive minded. So the pickup yeah. of Matt Kenyon. He was a great yeah.
0: defender himself, Mike Kelly. He knows all about defense.
1: Yeah. So the pickup of Matt Kenyon from the jack jumpers and also Gak from the bullets is huge. I think it, I'm interested it. to see. That's all for the Phoenix, right? That's all for the Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. So the Phoenix of, uh, Done pretty good. I think they They've- did not sign Junior Madut, who signed with the Jack Jumpers. I thought that was crazy because he's a great young player.
0: Yeah, pretty big talent already, like a lot of potential for him yeah. to be really good. Yep.
1: Yeah, and they also didn't sign Grant uh, Antisovich, who I don't know uh, who that is. Well, he didn't he, he he didn't get that many minutes, but when he was on, he's a 6 foot 8 sort oh. of very versatile player, and he's got the the potential to be the next Xavier Cooks. He was a guy who could shoot, he could take it inside, he was good defensively, but he could get a rebound turn and charge up the court and make a great pass to someone like so really speed up on offense. I thought that was crazy that they're not going to re-sign him either. But uh I guess the other big signings were Shannon Scott goes from the Taipans to the Bullets. I their Humphries goes from United back to the 36s. Yeah. yeah. And Blanchfield goes back to the Hawks. The hmm. two Queensland teams, I mean, the Bullets, every year they manage to sign a team on paper that looks amazing which they've done again they've got Shannon Scott they've got Mitch Norton there's a Tyrell Harrison they've also signed right. Josh Bannon a huge Australian college star and they've got Sobey as well along with Aaron Baines so yeah, that's great on paper Sam McDaniel too from the Jack Jumpers. I just saw there
0: oh McDaniel okay. too that's for the Bullets yeah so okay. the Bullets
1: have signed themselves a good roster again with a new coach let's see if they can do something this year
0: like you said the potential is always there for the Brisbane and uh, they, yeah. they have to put it together on the court just very, well,
1: especially with Josh Bannon and DJ Mitchell who's the son of Mike Mitchell and you coach as well they did yeah Justin Schuler is the Shuler, new coach that's right he yeah. uh, he seems like he's good I think he's going to be uh, steer him in a new direction which will be good
0: and he used to be where did he he was on United's I think staff. he was
1: assistant coach at, at, at United yeah assistant yeah It'd be interesting yeah, yeah, to see that with yeah. the Taipans this year too, they don't have, I think, no anyone on their roster over the age of 24. So their starting five is basically three first-year players and two second-year
0: players. Well, that's what Adam Ford is sort of known for, de- developing players. So he should have a fun year. They probably won't win as
1: much. Well, I wouldn't sleep on them. I don't. Th- maybe they won't get in the top four, but I think they're going to be… They'll still upset. Yeah, I think that they're going to be exciting to watch.
0: Now, Frank. Talk about the Sydney Kings. Who's who's this uh, four-star US high school recruit? Um, the well, world they uh, they. Reckon- what does it mean? What is what is what is four-star US? High I, think school? I think it's
1: a rating for the scouts, isn't it? Isn't it like a college scout rating?
2: Yeah. So who is he? They reckon uh, Clarius Amir. Clarius Amir. Yeah, they reckon uh, he's going to be the next sort
0: of big thing. 17, just completed his junior year at Dream City Christian School in Glendale, Arizona.
2: 17, okay. Yeah, they reckon he's going to be the next big young thing, so the, the Kings signed him to a three-year deal. Is this a part of the Next Stars program that they
1: use as a stepping stone to the NBA, Is that, or is this separate of that? No idea. <laughs> Thanks for the info, mate. Yeah, <laughs> good to see you're all over it. Hey, the NBA's your shit. <laughs> this is, I don't know anything about this signing.
0: Just reading about it now to see if I can find anything referring to the next star program. I don't see anything there. I just seems being signed for three years. He's a big guard, six seven, so he'll play on the wing. He was part of a selection camp for the Australian under nineteens. High level shooter joins Kings roster. So Vasilievich, Glover, Bruce, Galloway, Quatnoy, Jordan Hunter, McCook, Maluk, all contracted for the Kings. Doesn't say anything about next stars.
1: Imports? So are they're they bringing back the imports, or it's going to be hard to probably
2: Frank? I uh, there hasn't been much talk about them at all. The Kings yet? Yeah, they yeah.
0: probably haven't locked everyone in yet. Probably still negotiating, but
2: interesting to see how he goes.
0: I know nothing about him at all. So ESPN have had their eye on him. The Kings have got a a
1: monumental task in putting together another roster that can go deep in the playoffs again if they don't get back their imports, which will be offered big money probably by other NBL teams or even overseas. So they've managed to scout good imports before. Like they've had imports that just came once, won the MVP, and then fucked off, and they've managed to always find a pretty good replacement. So
0: They've got the highest number of players to jump to the NBA from there rosters now, right? The Kings? Is that true? Okay. I don't know if that's true, actually, but that's... Yeah, given it that, sounds right.
1: But, uh, gi- that's
0: given that... ...players won books, obviously, but players even before that, what was his name? Jalen Adams or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, so, look... Th- they're an attractive, attractive from the standpoint, imports is that, that they've seen that, you know, all those guys are connected. you know, they all talk to each other, all the guys in the G League that look at the NBL and other leagues around the world, they all talk to each other. The word's getting around about the Kings. They're the ones to join in the NBL if you want to make the NBA. So that's kind of their draw at the moment. Um, yeah. Which might allow them to get someone, you know, super good again. Good to see you all over it, Frank. Uh, <laughs> backing your boys there. Sydney Kings fuck them I hope they lose I hope
1: they lose look it's good for the NBL to have a strong team <laughs> in New South Wales it is yeah it, it's uh, similar
0: to having a, like a strong lakers in the nba or something like that
1: yeah but, it's good for the nbl yes. let's see how they go
0: let's see how they go there's i mean there's bound to be a bunch more moves too yeah um before the off season the you know, preseason games start in in the nbl i mean they're gearing up for um, amazing shit again you know, it was an amazing season last year, last yeah. season. and uh, yeah, it really was. You know, I think it's it's probably wrong to expect it to be better than that again. <laughs> I'm happy with the level it's at. If they can maintain this sort of quality on the court that we currently are, I think it's only going to grow in viewership in yeah. and popularity and, and all that. So
1: Surely, sooner or later, Adelaide or Brisbane has got to put together a
0: decent team, <laughs> Right, you get less games to put it together in in the NBL. It's a lot more sort of a condensed league in in that.
1: It makes sense. it better for me. That makes it a lot better because
0: the it needs, pressure is heightened. Yeah, exactly. Like these guys who come in from uh, from other leagues around the world, they got a few games to prove themselves. If yeah. not, they're probably on a plane home. Didn't
2: uh, didn't Brisbane fire the GM and coach, and so they've had a big fucking clean out, So hopefully they can get back on board. That's true. That's true. Yeah, Sam McKinnon, they fired him.
0: Well, they went through a bunch of coaches
1: last last season, didn't they? They did, yeah, including Sam McKinnon, including uh, McKinnon. yeah. So, but look, I think that I heard that Sam McKinnon is actually going to join Mike Kelly as one of the assistant coaches. I think so
0: at uh, the Phoenix. Yeah, we'll have him. Yeah, why not? He's a yeah. Victorian kid. Anyway, he's got
1: heaps of heaps of experience in the NBA. He'd be a great assistant coach. But yeah, now they've, they've yep. totally rehired every position, basically in the bullets. Hopefully, they can put it together. Because again, like with like Sydney, having a strong team
0: in Brisbane, I think, just makes it more interesting. You know, it'll be just as unpredictable the upcoming NBL season. Uh, a lot of moves being made, and the best teams' rosters. Changing a lot, so we're bound to see a lot of chopping and changing, a lot of a lot of unexpected results early, like we always do in the. American.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be even again. It's going to be really even season again. We'll have to get along
0: to some games, Matt. Yeah, some Phoenix games. I, I, you know, I missed pretty much everything last year. I didn't get to go to one. So.
1: Well, I went to the final. I don't know if I said this. So I went to the <laughs> uh, the the play in tournament game right between the Phoenix and the Wildcats. Wildcats, that's right. Yeah, Which one yeah. we unfortunately lost, but that's right, they couldn't get it done. Fantastic atmosphere, like it was, it was great. You like to come too, Frank? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to see him play the Kings or whatever. Yeah, you just be fucking asking us who every player who, who's that guy for the
0: Kings? I don't know, <laughs> man, it's your fucking team, absolutely all over it. All right, Frank. You take uh, you take the wheel here, mate. This is uh, this is your segment, the mystical uh, musings of of the oracle or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that though. That's pretty good.
2: Um, <laughs> or whatever the fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're talking about. Whatever Frank's got. So,
2: what do you got for us, Frank? All right, I've got two questions for you. One of them, I don't know what you're going to say, but uh, anyway, I'm still going to ask it. So, but the first one is more for Rod, but Matt can answer this as well. You, you've seen the growth of uh, of Tatum the last two years. I reckon he's grown a lot with this game, not just in shooting, but um, just the way he plays. Do you think by the end of his career he'll have a better career than Paul Pierce? Better career than Pierce? Uh, yep. I think he's probably his numbers will be better, but uh, yeah. I mean, that doesn't. I don't
1: see that as a, the way the game's changed and there's no defense. Everyone's numbers will be better.
0: He's got to get a fucking championship, man. It's. I mean, that's the only way you compete with with Pierce. I say no. That's my two cents. Yeah. So I say no. But I think uh, if Tatum Tatum gets a championship, they'll put him on the same in the same tier as Pierce. But if he doesn't get a championship, no, definitely not. But like you say, you adjust. Um, you don't judge it solely on that. Because, Inflation. Yeah, because the 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 style of players definitely changed. Terrible Maybe. now. Can he become the leader of the current squad or? Yeah. Well, I think I think he is viewed as the leader of that squad. I don't know, man. Currently,
1: I don't know about that. I don't think he has the 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 same sort of dog in him that Pierce has. I think that smart. Is probably the leader of that team.
0: I think he's probably trying to develop it, Tatum. He's probably probably trying to develop more of that that attitude and playing that role in the team, but. You know, it's it really is a shared thing on that team with with Jalen Brown. Like Jalen's coming into his own now, and I think we almost prefer Jalen Brown on offense. To be honest,
1: I wouldn't be surprised if you guys get knocked out before the finals.
0: I wouldn't be surprised to see Brown. He he could, he could. It's definitely possible. It could get broken up if they don't win. In answer to your question, Frank, I think I think yes, but he has to win a championship. It, it doesn't matter what he does if he doesn't win a championship, he will never be viewed as equal to Paul Pierce or better.
2: And next question is. Joel Embiid, who won MVP, which I predicted back in episode 22. Oracle living up to his name. Now, thinking of the game he has, do you guys... Do you, yeah, Do you guys... Sorry. Do you guys think up that uh, his game would, <laughs> would carry on or flow in the 1990s? No.
0: Sorry, what was the question?
2: <laughs> you, fucking, you fucking idiot Fuck, fucking
1: looking at the fucking soundboard you're not listening to the fucking oracle <laughs> I say no to that Frank he's weight, He's made a fucking paper mache there's no way that he would have lasted back then
0: oh no and B he's wiping up the floor too much he's always letting his legs go and and look, I'm, look just on that just on players falling over in general I'm fucking sick of it man I'm so sick of it yeah. And and every time they're getting a fucking foul call or something too, like these, it's yeah. like the rest are instructed. When someone falls down, make sure you call a foul and just make it up, whatever it is. Just make up a foul and call something.
1: you know, like- And if they, if you do fall to the ground, make sure you stay on the ground for ages yeah. so they have to go to the fucking replay. Oh. They go over to the monitors and shit like I hate that. It. It, it. I fucking hate it, man. And it, in that game today where uh, the bloke is, I don't know, six foot two and he brushed up against Embiid and he went flying like he was a fucking crash test dummy. Yeah. Uh I'm just He's like you gotta be shitting me, mate. You're fucking seven foot, you know, brick shit house, fall into the ground like that. It's a disgrace. That's your MVP, folks. He falls over a lot. He really does. <laughs> why are you, why are you applauding him falling over for?
0: <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's sarcastic applause.
1: All right, so, all right, yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Well, I mean, we've been recording fifty three minutes now, Can't So
2: have you got any more questions, Frank? No. <laughs> No, that was the most fucking... this 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 was just fucking all over the place, I've got to say. <laughs> I think it was fine. I think it re- went really well, actually. It well, really I've got well. a question
1: before we go. I've got one question <laughs> for Frank. I've got uh, Frank. Okay. Yes, Sorry, yes. Yes, mate. The Damien Lillard situation. Uh, how do you what do you reckon is going to happen there, and what do you think you'd like to see happen, and what do you think will actually happen?
2: The comment he made not too long ago, saying he does want to be around for a rebuild, which is sort of where Portland's going towards. You would think that he's going to be traded? Well, so, I think
1: that's—I think that's pretty much a, almost a certainty now, mate. I think that they've said in the last couple of days that they're working together to find a team, and I think uh, Chicago was one possible destination. Chicago, Milwaukee have uh, yeah. Milwaukee, yeah, yeah, it was the other one.
2: Uh, so I'm not angry at him. I just was. Uh, Chicago have him, Frank? No, would I? I'd think they'd give up the right pieces for him. I don't think anyone in Chicago's safe right now.
0: Considering how their season panned out, yeah. So you probably probably Maybe right.
2: Atlanta. They're they're fucking there's no one safe on that team either.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Atlanta.
2: I don't know. I hope he goes to a good
1: place. He deserves to go to the team he wants to go to.
0: Yeah, he deserves some success for sure because he's just such an elite player.
1: He did everything he possibly could. It stuck around well. Yeah, the team failed well him. Enough. The
2: general manager and the owners failed him. Really, if you want to give you know, him every
0: chance, you know he's given him some of his best years already.
2: Yeah, oh, a third team that's popped up recently too was Miami. Okay, so you know I'd think that Portland Ice were bam to start off with. And, you know, I I'd, I'd think they'd probably give him up. Yeah. The the Blazers, would. you mean? The Blazers would yeah. take you out of bio
1: in a trade for Lillard. Yeah, as a part of a package. Are they going to blow this shit up? You know what I mean? Are they Are going to fucking
0: get draft picks? Interesting. Interesting to see what will happen there. I had high hopes for that Blazers team this year. I didn't think they were too bad. No, that was shit House Didn't happen. Yeah, I was wrong about that. Yeah, they were, they were terrible. <laughs> this is oh, the best basketball <laughs> content. All right, that's it. That's it. That's enough. Cutting it there. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for coming along, guys. Thanks, Matt and uh, uh, Oracle over there joining me in the uh, in the depths of uh, of, of cold ass Ballarat. No worries. I'm recording from. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> Good to see you were really engaged and uh, on top of all your stories and information today. You were, you were 100 percent
2: on point. Can- 100 percent No one talked about it. So we, we, no one said we we're going to talk about NBL and fucking cut me off guard, can't. No, no. Well, you just got to roll with it, mate. Not everything is carefully planned out. I mean, and we, and we go.
0: From, look, we've just gone for an hour with, you know, hardly anything. So, half an hour of fucking duck sounds. Duck sounds. All right. Cool. Yeah. Have nice. Fuck. Nice Nice job, yeah, to get us on social media: Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter as well. I, I'll tweet some things out over there. Nothing interesting, of course. At GT Basketball Pod on Instagram and Twitter, Garbage Time Basketball on Facebook. Right? I never know what that one's called.
2: The Facebook one. Yeah, Garbage Time Basketball basketball
0: podcast and uh, on TikTok, what is it? GT at, at time. GT
2: at Gtime Time basketball podcast. G Time
0: basketball podcast over there. Yes, Thanks, Cubs. See you next time.
2: Thanks, man.
0: enough of the fucking soundboard, all right? <laughs> Next episode fucking... disable it then you fucker. Um so <laughs> <laughs> Oh this is this is definitely going in. If this is recorded, this is definitely going in. Yeah, it's been garbage. it's, it's... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know why the duck one is yeah, the why best one. Why not? I mean, you can just fire
0: that off whenever you want. It's, it's so. It crosses.